What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man child, Johnny Carlin. Yeah, honestly, with this next topic, I have no fucking clue what to say for my line. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a ton. You, you could go with Marvel. DC. You could go with DC. I can do my regular uh, Rick and Morty. It's also been quite a while. A while. Since, uh, you and I have been in a room together, but it feels great to be back here. For the Rick and Johnny podcast, right here on the podcast, we all flow too. We're going to be talking about it. I don't know if there's a Witcher line that you could say. I have never played the I was, game, I, so I don't know, and I've never read the books either. I was also not a Witcher game person, so I, I just even... didn't have the money or time at the when it came out. Mm-hmm. It was just something to work with me. It was like, you know what? There are other games I'm into. Give it my time to, and I just didn't give For my time Midgard, to that. Midgard, Avengers Assemble. <laughs> what are the f- what do I pick? You can go with a blade line if you if you want a blade. But God, I can't remember. Ahead of ourselves, <laughs> can't remember anything for that movie. First off, welcome Day Walker. In, <laughs> welcome into the Rick and that Johnny podcast. Really bad. Right here on Most Valuable Podcast. Actually, kind of racist. What, Day Walker. Day Walker sounds pretty racist. Eh, does it? Day Walker. Eh, a little bit. Um, <laughs> so we won't say that one, but. Welcome in Rick and Johnny Podcast. This is where we talk about everything nerdy, everything in entertainment, TV, movies, I guess that's it, entertainment, the superheroes, Marvel, DC, entertainment, um, comics, a little bit of gaming sparkled in there, but we won't uh, step on the sparkled? toes of too old the to game. Magic. Sparkles. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> As we just watched a magic ad that was just beautiful um, for Magic Arena. But this is not sponsored by them. Um, welcome in if this is your first time. If they'd time. like to, though, we'd appreciate it. Yeah, I would love to be sponsored by Magic I will shamelessly promote whoever sponsors us. I've given them enough us. of my money in my childhood. Hey, I'll shamelessly promote whoever sponsors us. Yeah, I, you know what, I've given Magic the Gathering enough of my money in my life that uh, I, I think that they could... I spent all my money on Pokemon cards. There was so quick, quick story time with uh, Papa Whitmer here. Story time. Um, when oh, I think it was Eighth Edition came out, which okay. I'm dating myself with that because that was years ago. Um, when Eighth Edition came out, I remember Dave and I dropped. Ooh, what was it? We went to our local card shop, and I think it was like a hundred and eighty dollars on a Each? box. Or just the to you two together. Like I thought, we did it together. Um, we did it together because in old card shops before you could buy everything online, um, they had it where like you know the boxes that opened and they had the packs in them. Yeah. Well, usually like normal people would say, "Oh, give me two packs," and mm-hmm. they'd buy individuals or like, "Give me that one, give me that one," because different cards came out of different yeah, um, packs and same collections. Pokemon did the same thing. Well, Dave and sort I, of. when 8th um, edition dropped, were like, we're not just going to buy a couple packs. 
we are going to buy an entire box of packs. Oh, shit. So we bought one box of packs and split them. And I got the, in every box, there's one holographic Thorn Elemental for those eighth editions. And I got it. And that was the one where I bought a little case for it, put it in the case. It's somewhere in my house. I'd have to find it, but it's somewhere. That's better than what Um, I did. But the point is, I've spent numerous money on magic cards in my life. But that is not what we are talking about today, Johnny. What we are talking about is I had to regroup to get ready for this podcast because... As you guys know, we were not on last week. I was in Las Vegas, then California with Dave. Johnny was doing Johnny things, I guess. Yeah, let's just Uh, go with that. With his week off. um, Johnny was doing Johnny things. Johnny was doing Johnny things. We got San Diego Comic-Con to talk about, and this was the one where I was a little upset at myself that we weren't able to kind of preview things coming up into the week because I was in California. Mm-hmm. Um, but holy shit, do we got stuff to talk about in this podcast. So we're going to go over everything from San Diego Comic-Con that really means the world to us. If there's anything we don't hit that you're like, how didn't you talk about this? Leave it down below in the description. Johnny and I will obviously talk about it if you guys want us to. But before we get into everything we're going to talk about, patreon.com backslash podcast. Make sure to hit us up there in order to support us. And at the $10 tier, the gold membership, you can join a Rick and Johnny podcast if you would like. Would not be a podcast if Johnny didn't give the ding noise with someone messaging him on Facebook. But Johnny, what we are going to look at, just a little rundown, is Marvel making news. DC Universe, not DC, Warner Brothers wasn't there, but DC Universe dropped some stuff in a panel. We got a Rick and Morty clip we're going to look at. We've got trailers for HBO's Watchmen. Witcher. The Witcher on Netflix. It Chapter 2. And then because our boy sung um, in our Discord channel, throwing a, a, what would that be? A not honorable mention, but a shout out. Thank you um, to sung. um, Said it in our Discord while I was in Vegas, wanted us to talk about the Charlie's Angels trailer. So at the end of all this, I know it didn't come out at Comic-Con, but we're going to throw that in right at the end. Give our thoughts on the Charlie's Angels reboot, new movie, the Christian Stewart, um, Naomi Scott, and Elizabeth Banks, Charlie's Angels movie. But before we get into everything, before we get into that, I should say, Let's start with Marvel. They basically, if I were to emulate what Marvel did or what's, I'm I'm losing words. I haven't podcasted in a while, so my brain is like, Ricky what are doesn't these know how words to word. that you use to speak? Um, Ricky's learning how to word again. If I had to demonstrate what Marvel did, it would basically be taking our door to our studio and just blowing it off the hinges. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. They kicked the door down and said, They used a bit more C4 than they needed to. Basically. So here's what we got from Marvel. They, like, blew out the frame of the door. We got the complete lineup for Phase 4, which will be the Black Widow movie coming to us in May of 2020. Then the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, a Disney Plus TV show, fall of 2020. An Eternals movie in November of 2020. Then WandaVision, Disney Plus show, spring of 2021. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness movie in May of 21. Loki show on Disney Plus, spring 21. 
a what if Disney Plus show, but animated series. Marvel Studios What If that is going to come to Disney Plus summer of 21. A Hawkeye Disney Plus show in fall of 21. Thor Love and Thunder, a movie in November of 21. And then they also, you know, announced Fantastic Four is coming. X-Men is coming sooner than later. They also said Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, and Guardians 3 all have been announced. We just don't know dates. And then they gave us probably the biggest oh shit moment of the entire conference of their Hall H is where they have uh, uh, Mahershala Ali come out, which I was already like, holy shit, who is he? Like Mm -hmm. when he walked out. My first reaction, we'll start there. We'll start at the end and basically Quentin Tarantino this. When he walked out, my first thought was, who is he going to play? Who is he? I'm like, they're going to make an announcement of who he is playing in the MCU. And then when Kevin Feige's like, well, I don't need to give you a hat. You have your own. And he put on the hat. You were quicker than me. You were able to read it on his hat a little bit quicker than I was. I looked at it and was like, what does his hat say? And then they cut the lights. I was like, come on. I, I, I didn't get to read the hat. What did it say? And before I could even rewind it, Blade on top, of, like on their big screen. And I went, holy shit. We're getting a Blade movie. So let's start there with the oh shit moment. Well, I'll be fair what too. What were you thinking? I'll be fair too to start with, mm-hmm. uh, I read the manuscript last night of like what oh, happened. Okay. So, so I didn't, see, ahead of I time. didn't see that he was going to be Blade, but I saw, like, it's the only, I'm like thinking it's the only thing they didn't mention. Yeah. Okay. It's Blade, but I'm excited. I mean, he looks like he could, he'd be good as Blade because mm-hmm. he kind of looks like. Uh, Not as jacked as Wesley Snipes. No, but I mean, that doesn't have the Python. That, come, that comes with the Marvel training regiment. <laughs> yeah. You get put on their diet and training regiment, and then they make you a superhero. Exactly. It's the Marvel training regiment, mm-hmm. which I would love to be part of. Please um, let me know how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you got to be casted as something. You got to be it. the next Thor, Johnny. The uh, Matt Masterson Thor or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember his name from the mm-hmm. other comics. But, yeah, no. Um, no, I'm excited to see him as uh, him as Blade and what they're going to do with the Blade storyline. Because, mm-hmm. Zach, honestly, since they're tying it into the Marvel Universe now, who knows what they're going to bring into it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously Dracula, but whatever. Well, the thing that I am interested... Three vampires huddled together. <laughs> the thing I am so interested in when it comes to Mahershala Ali being Blade, mm-hmm. is not just the, holy shit, what's he going to look like as Blade? But also, the first thing that came to my mind was, I didn't know who owned the rights to Blade. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a Sony thing, which I was wrong. Apparently, the other three movies were New Line Cinema. Mm-hmm. So, in my kind of non- movie entertainment like background kind of a mind i can only come up with the explanation that hey you know marvel studios gave warner brothers slash uh new line cinema the rights to make a blade movie maybe way back when and because this was 2001 was the first blade movie so maybe it's like hey you know Marvel Studios has the rights yeah, Mar- to this movie. Well, this is before Marvel Studios is really kicking in because, what, 2002 True. was Spider-Man? 
Yeah, around they, the same time. Only because they sold that to... Yeah, and that was Sony. They sold that to Sony. Mm-hmm. So maybe Marvel itself still owned Blade, and just to make some money, said, hey, Warner Brothers, yeah, make a Blade they, movie. Because Marvel wasn't really popping out movies. Not like, really. Marvel themselves no. weren't popping out movies Because what, point. we had Spider-Man, then really shortly, or before or after that, we had X-Men. X-Men. So, yeah, the Blade movie come out. Which, those four movies oh, are in my Marvel collection. 2002. You're right. So, 2001 was Blade. Then 2002 was Spider-Man. And then the X-Men movie was... I kind of want to say... Okay. So, here's the timeline. Okay. July of 2000 mm-hmm. was X-Men. Okay. Then yep, 2001 then Blade, was then. Blade. And then Spider-Man was 2002. So, you had Marvel probably like... Sold, had their properties that were sold to Fox. Mm-hmm. They made a movie, and Marvel goes, you know, we can make a little extra money. We still own Blade. Yeah. Blade seems like a cool one. Or maybe... They just didn't give the rights to Warner Brothers. Could you imagine that? If they would have accidentally given the rights to Warner Brothers? Nope, we just gave you the rights to use it for those movies. Yeah. And the thing that leads me into mm-hmm. is... And this is why I'm most excited about the Blade movie. As we know right now, yeah. there's not a new deal. So... Tom Holland's under contract for one more Spider-Man movie. Yes. But there's not a new deal. I think it's after Spider-Man 3. There's not a new deal for Sony. Or it might be there's not a new deal now. One of the two. Basically, not a new deal between Sony and Fox. How is Blade going to help in these negotiations, I'll say? Because what Marvel can now do, if... Sony's like trying to think, hey, we got something with Tom Holland and want to beef up those negotiations. They'd be stupid, by the way, to say, no, we're going to try to get more money out of you because now we feel like we got the big boy pants when Marvel's like, we created this for you. Um, But now I feel like we could even get, and I'll ask you, could we get a Blade Morbius crossover in the future? A Mahershala Ali and a, oh, I forgot his name, the Joker, the Joker that we hate. What's his name? Uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. His um, Morbius character, could Marvel even throw that in now? Like, a, hey, you let us continue to make Spider-Man movies, we might let uh, Mahershala Ali's Blade appear in a Morbius movie for you, if you want. Because that was teased, I think, at the end of Blade 2. Was a Morbius thing? I think it was Blade 2 so. when they were on the roof. And, like, you looked across and it looked like a vampire on the roof. That's something to me where I'm like, holy shit, I can't. Like, I want to see that. I want to see Morbius. Well, first of all, let me see how the Morbius is um, with Jared Leto. But a Morbius Blade movie I think would be amazing. And I can't wait for Mahershala Ali that would be, be a cool, a, that would be a cool. Crossover. I think it's ever going to happen, though. It's a hard thing to say. Um, it's a hard thing to say because mm-hmm. um, it, it all comes down to movie rights and who mm-hmm. wants to who wants to cooperate with what. I don't know if Marvel, like Marvel themselves, seem to want to cross over their characters into the Spider Man mm-hmm. stuff or the Sony yeah. stuff, but they obviously need Spider Man. Mm-hmm. to do a lot of their storylines that they're going along with mm-hmm. like especially the new one I don't know what they're going to do yet yeah 
when it looks like they're starting up the new Avengers. Mm-hmm. More and more as everything keeps rolling down Johnny's the line. Johnny's on that train. I've been on that train, and guess what's happening? Johnny's like, I've been on that train. I'm saving you all seats here. As it's zooming y'all down. can ride my <laughs> y'all can ride my freight train. What about so we'll go from oh, other announced like to the uh, like Black Panther two, Captain Marvel two, Guardians two. I was kind of like or three. I was kind of like okay, <laughs> just because someone like, in the comments will mention that. Yeah, part of me is like okay, it's nice that you said that, but I knew those were coming. Yeah, um, the big one, and some are saying it's announced. Some are saying, well, he. He mentioned it. I don't think they're that like like nothing was announced. What were your thoughts when so he brings up before the blade thing? He brings up Black Panther 2. He brings up Captain Marvel 2. He brings up Guardians 3. Mm-hmm. And then he drops Fantastic 4. Now, when he says X-Men and Mutants, that to me was like, okay, they're not close to developing a move. Like, they're thinking they're, about it. They're, like, starting the planning yeah, phase with that. but that's not an announcement. No. With Fantastic Four, when Kevin Feige dropped that, did you see that, like I did, of, like, holy shit, we're getting, like, the first Fox movie we're going to get is Fantastic is Four. Fantastic that's what Four. I took it as. Okay. Because, um... Had a, had, a, had a little gas come up there? Like, no, I had, like, something stuck between the two. Ooh, the little, na- the little uh, sinus Like, strip. post-navel drip area, oh, yeah. Man, that, is, that is some disgusting stuff. I've Good got thing a, it didn't make a, a noise. burning right there, actually. No, but um, I'm excited for that because we get the introduction of Fantastic mm-hmm. Four. Helps to bring in some other characters that we can get, like, uh, Silver Surfer, mm-hmm. Galactus... Doctor Doom, like they were, I think Doctor Doom's got to be the big one, big one, big villain for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But that would be, um, I mean, they, I know Fox was talking about doing a Doctor Doom movie, mm-hmm. it, so we'll see if Disney decides they want to. The Doom movie is still up in the air. It's yeah. not canceled yet. They're still Disney and they might make a, them or debate. It'd be cool to make a Disney Plus series, maybe instead of not instead of using the money towards a movie. Well, because that's. I mean, because that's the cool thing I want to say mm-hmm. too is it seems like because they're considering it part of Phase Four, it all ties in with the MCU. Yeah, and I was. We'll it's get, not like, oh, hey, this shit's separate. We'll get right into that because that's something that I was going to lead off with was, I the thing I love about the Phase Four schedule is Marvel now is in a situation because of Disney Plus where it's like, okay, we don't have to kill ourselves to come up with. Four, three, four, five movies a year. Yeah. Well, really, what, four or five movies a year? We don't have to four rule to five, it like yeah. that anymore. Because, like, if you look at the schedule that they put out now, 2020, two movies in a Disney Plus series. Then you look at 2021, Doctor Strange is a movie, Thor is a movie, but besides that, WandaVision, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, that's four Disney Plus shows where it's like we can get away. Like, I feel like Marvel now is in a prime spot where, hey, we can get away with two movies, blow our money on the big stories that we want to tell there, but then also tell these little stories. Like, the one that I know that you're super excited for, I'm just going to go ahead and set you up for it mm-hmm. the falcon and the winter soldier because how that went down at comic-con was basically baron zemo sitting there 
and would like hijack their Comic Con panel. Mm-hmm. Basically said, "I'm going to see you both very soon," and then put on the purple Baron Zemo mask. That's awesome. So we're going to get Baron Zemo. We're going to get comic book Baron Zemo, like we didn't get in Civil War. Also, now we know for sure this is the first time we're going to see Falcon as Captain America in the MCU. Because then you say also Anthony Mackie walked out with the shield? Yes. Yeah, so he walked out with the shield. Also, there were reports that he has been officially fitted for his like first fitting of what's going to be his Captain America suit as Falcon. Um, I bring this up, though, because I know you were very excited Again, about this, especially the Baron the Zemo side. <laughs> riding the train for one, because that leads into it as well. Well, we had a segment before I left for we Vegas did. about it. And I think it. I talked about that. Mm-hmm. But, no, it's going to be it's gonna be cool. Or I think it's going to be cool, because now that they have Baron Zemo, so we have our villain. Mm-hmm. Or at least, I would say, the main villain of this. Yes, because the thing I like about it is that the Comic-Con um, video that they played of Baron Zemo. Yeah. He starts it off with the kind of trigger line for Winter Soldier. Yeah. And part of me is like, holy shit, it pulls that into it because of the history that Zemo and um, Bucky have together. But then now Falcon is Cap. So basically it's like, hey, you know what? Buddy Cop between Bucky and um, Sam... Oh, and they're going after Baron Zemo. Yeah, to finish that. No, the question line. is, who? What other villains are we going to get throughout the storyline? Because that's going to be kind of cool. Because Baron Zemo is going to use like other people, villains. little, little, yeah, lower mm-hmm. tier villains. Who do you think we could see? I don't know. I can't think of any <laughs> off the top of my head right now. Well, because Grim Reaper. Say that again. Reaper. Maybe. I'm trying to think. I can't of, think of off the top of my head. Because here, the interesting thing about Baron Zemo, yeah. being in this is, I get the. I get him and Bucky have the most connection, mm-hmm. but also to me, I was like, and I'll ask you this, do we see an appearance from T'Challa in this? Maybe because, a sort of cameo-ish appearance? Because, correct me if I'm wrong, Zemo was going to kill himself, and T'Challa stopped him. Also, <laughs> T'Challa doesn't like Zemo because Zemo's the reason why his dad died. Yeah, he almost like sounded like when he was saying, um, "You like you will pay for your crimes." Yeah, but you'll like you don't get to ju- you don't he go well here. Let me try try mm-hmm. to talk again. Um, Zemo um, tried to shoot himself, yeah, and Black Panther goes, "No, you will pay for your crimes." Mm-hmm. Like in the justified way, you don't get to get out that easily. Yeah, but almost in a way like I forgive you mm-hmm. because you like you're troubled yeah. and you get to you get to deal with the, your consequences in the right way mm-hmm. if anything i feel like we get a um cameo-ish appearance from him mm-hmm. but my i think the focus will be on um bucky and Fa- falcon mm-hmm. um to be able to like do their whole storyline their buddy cop thing because and a- him like like I said in the last one that we talked about, this, yeah. him sort of like rising to the Captain America thing. I'm wondering, he's though. He's got a lot to go with that. Like, he's got to develop as what is Captain America going to be like in his shoes? How is he going to put his kind of stamp on that man? Exactly. I'm wondering um, if that code still works on Bucky or not. Because I know. It's interesting. T'Challa and his science group mm-hmm. were supposed to have like kind of deprogrammed him. But how inlaid is that program? And I, I would of, love if it just triggered I feel a little like, bit at the beginning. I feel like it almost like, um, how do I put this? I feel like it 
almost was like at the completion site mm-hmm. where he was like he was still he was working outside he wasn't in cryogen yeah. anymore but they kind of had to like they never tested it. Gave, they never tested it. They gave him it's like hey gave him gave him an arm we have a war coming you need to help us basically it's like, like was his was it all done was he okay i think it'd be freaking awesome if he hears the trigger line and like he starts to like go and do something and then after he's like he goes to the grave he goes what the fuck is going on kind of a situation where it's like oh i'm not fully fixed kind of a thing i just thought of one go ahead he goes like he pops on that screen mm-hmm. it's like bucky and falcon and um he does the trigger words mm-hmm. says his whole like thing while bucky's just kind of standing there blank faced mm-hmm. almost like tranced yeah because he said the trigger word thing and then he gives him a task to do he says kill him and then we see bucky falcon bucky fight Fal- right in the beginning yeah. but i want like the last part of that to be like because Bu- bucky's a super soldier mm-hmm. falcon's not Imagine Falcon having to take on a super soldier. Last thing he does, wing kick to the face. Mm-hmm. Or hits him with the shield. Or, like, yeah, face stomp with the shield. Or yeah. Not I, face, uh... I think... I think it'd have to be to the head, sort of like, um, mm-hmm. in hot, um... How they had to do things to, in Avengers 1, the yeah. first Avengers movie, where conk the head. Mm-hmm. Basically, a concussion brought you out of the trance. And it's going to be interesting because, like, with that, the thing I love is you've got the Falcon side of, hey, I've got to develop and kind of I'm grow fill as a Cap character shoes. in Cap Shoes. But then Bucky, it gives him, like, a, what I thought was done and in my past is not in my past anymore. Sort of a full-on redemption arc now. Yes. Let's move on into, because we could talk about this all we day. Could. Let's go back one further. So we'll just go and give little snippets here and there. Black Widow movie. We talked about it at nauseum before I left for Vegas. You can yeah. check it out. Yet again, I'll have it pop up ahead of, over our heads um, where we talked about Taskmaster. He's going to be the main villain. But we had on stage this week, they showed a clip or a trailer at Comic-Con when we're able to see us see that, yeah. we'll talk about it, obviously. Um, but they had Florence, I'm going to screw up names, so pardon me if I do. Um, Florence Pugh, um, David Harbour, Rachel Weiss, or Weiss, Weiss, I think it is, and O.T. Fag Benny, um, all on stage. Rachel Weiss, we don't know who she's playing. O.T., we don't know who he's playing. The big news was David Harbour. Because David Harbour, and correct me if I'm wrong on the name, Johnny, he's going to be playing Red Guardian. Yes. Which is basically the way that I had it described to me, I think by you. By me. Um, was he's basically the Captain America he's Russian, of the Soviet Union or of Russia? Russian Captain America. Because okay. he, David Harbour, had a cap shirt on under his suit He's, jacket of like it looked like cap's uniform russian captain america okay. basically is what it is i don't know what are they, your thoughts i don't know if this? he gets the vibranium shield because i never really read any of it yet mm-hmm. but i think it's cool we're throwing that element in there because they sort of have the a russian avengers in some of uh, some storylines which i find really cool i wonder if we're gonna get any of the other ones because you got like you said like what two three other characters that, or characters um actors yeah. and actresses that so were up on that stage that we Flo- don't know who they are yeah, yet florence is gonna be belova yeah um but there's two there's rachel weiss and then ot um fag benny but do we know who um is taskmaster yet we do not so it could be one of them mm-hmm. 
Do you think? Do you think? I, here's the thing. I don't know if Marvel's that tricky to where they're going to be like, hey, hey, we had Taskmaster under your nose the entire time. They might. I mean, if he could have made it, they probably would have him on stage. And it's like, oh, yeah, I, we don't I have him like, labeled yet. I feel like if they had who was playing Taskmaster, mm-hmm. they would have dropped that. Like, that would have been a holy shit moment. That's true. Yeah, maybe. But it's like, again, that it could be come down to the idea of, like, mm-hmm. we had, um, oh, what's his name? Um, played Tyrion. I cannot think of his name all of a sudden. Uh, the actor. Why am Peter I blanking? Dinklage? Yeah, Peter Dinklage. We had his name. I'm like, why am I blanking on his name? Also, we we had his we had his name mm-hmm. in the um, Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. We didn't have who his character was until after the movie came out. Yeah, they played that... Etri. So they could be like, "Hey, you're getting Taskmaster. That to we me... don't want you to know who he is yet." So that to me is only different mm-hmm. because like. And I only say that now because of who we who he played. Yeah, his character wasn't a task man. Like his character wasn't the main villain of the movie. I know. Well, we don't know if he's the main villain. I think he Someone is. Someone pulling the strings above them. I mean, that could we talked about that. That could be true, but I think that's more of like a post credit end of the movie kind of. A I reveal. know, but that's why I'm saying like. Hey, we don't mm-hmm. even know what Taskmaster ever looks like true. underneath the mask. So mm-hmm. it's like. We're keeping it, they're kind of like keeping it hush hush for now mm-hmm. until the movie, maybe until the movie comes out to go, hey, um, you don't know what Taskmaster looks like under the mask. Yeah. We won't let you know what he looks like until underneath the, the mask movie. until the movie comes out. Then we can let you know who what the actor's name is. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it could be one of those on the stage. It could be yeah. someone that wasn't couldn't make it there. But I mean, then it could be he could be like one of the people could be the upper villain of who's mm-hmm. in charge of. What like pulling strings? Because Taskmaster is just like Deadpool. He's a mercenary. Yeah, he's done doing this shit for money. I just in my mind, I feel like if they were gonna have that character him up on stage, mm-hmm. they would have revealed that. That's the only maybe. Thing I'm like thinking. I said, that's why I'm like, yeah. hey, these they they're also going along the lines now. Then it sounds like that. Hey, mm-hmm. these two are in the movie. We don't want like we don't mm-hmm. want to tell you what yet. Yeah. And that could also be like a, for example, the Peter Dinklage thing. Yeah. If they told us, it would, it would have spoil. spoiled the movie. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What about, we'll go into Eternals then. The next but I one wanted down. to say one more thing go about ahead. this one. It's kind of cool because that adds another element of like who's tricking who. Because mm-hmm. now you got the ta- you got Taskmaster. You got um, Romanoff and uh, Belova, right? Yep. I'm saying it right. Because this is going to be like the Bourne slash Jason Wick of Marvel movies. Also like handing down the mantle. Yeah. Because... This happened. Be at the ready with them. So not only I'll throw this out. It's yeah. not only the Bourne slash Wick movies mm-hmm. of Marvel. It also takes place between Civil War and Infinity War. Yes. So it's in that time before because Black Widow has the red hair. I think it's going to be a, a essentially a handing the mantle over to movie. Belova. Yeah. Not that she's like, hey, like, hey, you are the Black Widow now. It's like, mm-hmm. be ready to be Black Widow if something happens to me. And really, I'm looking at it mm-hmm. like every single movie, except movie, except for the Doctor Strange one. Yeah, Black Widow. We could see the mantle being handed. Yep. Um, you've got the Eternals movie, which that's more like introducing. We've got the Shang Chi, which is more introducing. introducing. But then look at Thor. 
That could be a handing the handing mantle. the mantle over. Actually, we'll go to that. We'll jump all over. I was going to go. We're going to jump order, around, but we'll jump around. Jump, jump around. around. Uh, oh God! Thor, love jump and up, thunder. And get down. Natalie Portman is going to be back. As you um, said, thunder. <laughs> as I'm blanking on her name. Um, Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Thank you. Um, there was a picture that Takawahiti posted on Twitter where he was reading The Mighty Thor, mm -hmm. which is the comic run where Jane Foster becomes Lady Thor. Do you think we're going to get that? Is that why it's called Love and Thunder? Yes. Where a romance becomes rekindled and then basically Thor hands the mantle down to Lady Thor. I don't think he necessarily hands it to her. She is now worthy. But like, because remember, right now, Mjolnir is destroyed. Yes. In this timeline. Thank you, Hela. Yes, thanks to Hela. <laughs> Mjolnir is destroyed, but the pieces were left in Norway. Mm -hmm. So one of a few things could, uh, there, I mean, there's basically anything that could have happened. Some, yeah. But all in all, someone picked it up, the pieces up. Mm -hmm. And put it back together. Put it back together, yeah. And I. the question is, does that just automatically... Put Mjolnir back together to the point of like, hey, only someone who's worthy can lift it. Mm -hmm. Or what? What's the what goes on with it? We don't know. Maybe in those five years, Thor's like, hey, get my hammer and let's figure out how to put this back together. Mm -hmm. As well, I see you doing that. Yeah, I'm. So <laughs> I know. on our outline, I yeah. realized I forgot the Shang Chi. Shang Chi, because I like I was. I just got distracted like, because I got. Uh, I'm like, I'm gonna put it in here now because because I got this line of text magically yeah. appearing in front of me. I was That's like, why I'm like, I see you doing that. I'm like, I'm gonna put this in here, okay? Because otherwise, <laughs> I would have forgot about it. Yeah. But the thing I'm the first thing I want to say is yes. the logo, which you and I had different things. But they both same fit. era. Yes. Where me, I saw the Thor Love and Thunder logo, and my first thought was like, like you said, hair metal, not like hair metal, more like that, like AC, not ACDC, maybe that's not like maybe not even a Led Zeppelin, Guns but like roses. that hard rock, where it's like hard rock eighties, where it's like Love and Thunder. Like, that is what I thought. Or, like, the old, like, remember when they took Thor Ragnarok and yeah. made it an 80s commercial? Yeah. Like that. That's the era that I got where you had something different coming uh, He-Man Masters of the Universe was the first thing I thought when I saw that. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. But both of them fit and basically it's giving off an 80s vibe. Yeah. Is what it's doing. Um... It's not going to take place in the East, No, so. but it's funny how they keep doing that now with the Thor mm -hmm. theme, or the Thor uh, title screen shots. Then I'm going to ask you this. Yeah. New Avengers, you're the expert on that. Sure. I, so then Jane Foster is Thor in the New Avengers? Yes. Okay. Jane Fo Yeah, it is actually that way. Jane okay. Foster is Thor in the New Avengers. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's going to... I'm still not wondering who the villain's going to be then, though. Yeah, because I, I mean, you, Jane's definitely not going to be it. Mm -hmm. um, well, here, let me. Valkyrie's supposed to be in it too. She is. Um, which many people are saying, are we going to get a love triangle? Um, uh, I mean, I guess Hemsworth should be in it as well. Yeah, he's yeah. he is supposed to be, and I don't know why I said should be. Um, I'm still wondering if the villain's going to be the Enchantress, mm -hmm. sort of. Um, 
kind of seducing ah, Thor. Screen Rant. So Screen Rant already has an article. Um, Ten villains that could be featured in Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, we'll go through them right now really quick. Number 10, alternate Loki. Yes, sir. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna throw them out. You give me your thoughts. Alternate Mr. Loki? Marvel. Does it say? Alternate Loki. Loki um, alternate Loki is? So here's what it says. Avengers Endgame created a complicated situation for the character of Loki. I'm already going to say no, Although but keep going. he was killed in the previous Avengers blockbuster, spoiler, um, the creation of a new timeline means that there is a version of the trickster god still alive in the multiverse. We assume that he is in a different dimension for now, but that doesn't mean he can't be moved into the regular time stream, much like Steve Rogers managed to. The only reason why I'm going to entertain this one Mm -hmm. is because Thor Love and Thunder comes after the Loki Disney Plus series. I'm going to go no. I think we're going to try and introduce another villain. Number nine, you mentioned her, Enchantress. I that's where my money's riding right now because we haven't gotten anyone quite mm-hmm. like that. We got Hela, but she was more about power, brute strength, and whatnot. Enchantress is gonna trick Thor. Mm-hmm. This one, I am well. That could be a, a good like, and that could also introduce the Jane Foster side of it. Exactly, where she could trick Thor. By creating a love triangle between. Well, I'm saying more so trick Thor because uh, in. Those storylines, they're, they're were, supposed to have a love thing back and forth. Because there was some, not sexual tension, but like some tension between Be- him and Tessa Thompson's yeah, character. Yeah, Valkyrie and Thor. Mm-hmm. A little bit of it, yeah. The other, but, but um, go the, ahead. in the comics, at least the stuff I've read and mm-hmm. what I've read about, um, they're supposed to sort of have a, uh, a thing, her, uh, Thor and Enchantress, mm-hmm. but she's sort of like the stalkerish side of it. It's like, he's going to love me. Mm-hmm. But then she's also really Loki trickster esque. Yeah. So my th- my thoughts are all all in all, it's going to be like Enchantress and whoever she's mm-hmm. kind of sl- lower tier villain, or sort of like Hela took Scourge, um, as her like lackey, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to have to be like Tessa and Jane kind of team up type thing. So I was looking ahead, maybe using Thor as her, yeah. Weapon, mm-hmm. like kill them. Yeah, I, I, I kind I said of that like twice now. as pawns, as a puppet. Yeah, <laughs> using Thor. Johnny's like that's just my theme, man. Kill him today. That's the thing I'm going. <laughs> Today's with. a kill him day. So number eight, I'm gonna. By the way, I looked ahead, and yeah. I already have two that are like my favorites on this list. Okay. Um, number eight, I'm gonna screw up this name. Um, Jormungan, Jormungan, um, North mythology. Has created many foes for Thor the, to fight, the, um, um, and one of them Earth, is Jormungan, the Midgard serpent. Midgard serpent, the Earth snake, as well. Who has, uh, who has wrapped himself around the Earth, and is destined to kill the god of thunder in their final fight. You were close to the name. I can't remember how to pronounce it without mm-hmm. looking at it. So, I don't think that. Like, I don't. That's think so, one where it's yet. like, eh. here's my number two. Okay. Out of the two that I like, this is my number two. Angela. That doesn't ring a bell to you? It does. I want you to explain for them, though, too. Angela has a complicated history in comics and strictly isn't a Thor villain. Seduces men. But she has faced the Asgardian on numerous occasions and is even supposedly the lost sister of the god. The movie version of Hela was clearly inspired by Angela in part 
but this character could actually offer something quite different as a villain. The character was actually sold to Marvel by Neil Gaiman, uh, who co-created Angela with Todd McFarlane. She was retconned into the universe and has had many roles across the series since being introduced in Marvel Comics via their Age of Ultron event. Her appearance in the films could serve as an opposite to Valkyrie, a lost warrior who seems to be an ally before turning on Thor and the team. The MCU likely wouldn't make her yet another sibling, though. I would absolutely love that, though. What's Thor's theme? Troubled family. God like, why damn. not? <laughs> like, why not? Like, you got an evil brother. I had an evil sister. Great. I've got another evil sister. Just make Thor and the Asgardians and that whole family the troubled family you know, of the really MCU. really hilarious? Make that sister and go... God, I have a shitty family. Basically, like, am I like this? No, is I want like where... I want to comment mm-hmm. along the lines of that. It's like I have a really shitty family. And the thing I love most about this Angela being a possible villain, yeah, is so you're gonna give the power of Thor to Jane Foster. Why not have a villain that can basically play off of the just kind of like the oh. You think you're going to be like that you could just step in and be, oh, the power of Thor and have that epic like because we we've kind of I'm trying to phrase how I want to say this like basically Avengers Endgame. Mm -hmm. We're seeing more moments where like the here's the women of the MCU. Why not have a movie where, hey, we're passing the mantle on to James James Foster Basically, a woman-on-woman final battle where it's basically, yeah, I am going to be the new Thor, and I'm going to take you down doing it. Mm -hmm. So that's why, for me, number two, your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed. I I still – I mean, it's kind of hard. I don't think they're going to, though, put Mm -hmm. another sibling in there. It would Just be a for, bit redundant. It would be. That's why I don't think they're going to do another sibling. They could throw Angela in there somewhat – and someone else, but mm-hmm. I mean, does it have a description of like what she's good at her power? So I thought no, she was a lot in here that could seduce men, like with her voice, maybe. But I, they can make it like more of a hey, it's not your sister. Then mm-hmm. in this in this Marvel universe, it's yeah. more of like another Asgardian mm-hmm. that like that's her specialty. Number six is Ulick, who apparently Don't know that one. Um, Asgardians weren't the only people to live on Asgard before its demise, as the world was populated by other species, including rock trolls. He's one of the fiercest fighters in all the universe and would make a uh, good champion to represent his people. Basically, he's a rock troll, I believe. Hmm. Um, Ares is number five. Hmm. Okay, I never thought about that. Number f- Did forget about the whole... Um- Greek pantheon yeah. with something. Number four, Wrecking Crew. I don't think they'll do Ares because Wonder Woman did Ares. Yeah. And they don't want to be Cross too similar over, to yeah. um, Marvel. Um, the Wrecking Crew has been some of the premium thugs and Marvel, Marvel characters since their debut in The Defenders. If I use them, I would use them as a low-tier, like, beginning mm-hmm. of the movie villain. Yeah. Here's my number one. Hmm. Ragnarok. The clone of Thor. Have Thor go against Thor. That'd be interesting. And then Jane Foster has to kill kill. Th- like, think about this. 
and I don't know if they kill they they wouldn't do this because you're not going to kill off Helmsworth. Mm-hmm. Ragnarok kills Thor. I'm going to use air quotes. Kills Thor, and then Jane Foster has to kill Ragnarok, and it basically is one of those like my heart pains to do it because I feel like I'm killing the one I love. Where it's like I basically have to kill a part of the guy that I love kind of a situation. I just loved Ragnarok in the comics. I know you did. Like with just I want to get a Thor, a Thor villain. Could Beta Ray Bill be the Beta Ray Bill? Or would he be? He he would not be able to be a villain. I don't think he wouldn't stay a villain in the in the movie. So it'd be you'd Mm -hmm. have to have someone else be an actual villain in there. And then the other two, and you already kind of got Jane Foster taking over like the Beta Mm -hmm. Ray Bill type thing. Yeah. So I wouldn't do that either. They also have number two is Cole Borson. Cole Borson. Cole Borson. Um, the fear itself arc launched Cole Borson into the foreground of some of Thor's most uh, oppressive villains. He's a character that is so heavily tied to Norse mythology as the god of fear. He's also a foe that could do exactly what is needed um, of the next Thor villain, and that is to psychologically manipulate the god of thunder and play mind games with him. Um, And then the last one is just the elders of the universe. Um, the Grandmaster and the Collector have already been featured in previous MCU films, but they are still co- there are still cosmic threats that exist in the larger continuity. Um, that one kind of seems to me most likely because I think the Eternals are going to look at um, the cosmic en- entities as well. But those are the ten villains that Screen Rant thinks could be in. Thor 10. You're looking up Cole Borson, aren't you? I did, and now I'm looking up just <laughs> Thor villains. Because there's also one mm-hmm. that's named Gore the God Butcher. Yeah. I, we're going to have to dive into this, of course, later as well. Because, I mean, this list gives me Scourge, who's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Mangog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to label it, like, describe any of these right now. We'll yeah. do this in another segment. Malekith, uh, mm-hmm. the Destroyers. Malekith's dead. The Destroyer mm-hmm. suit's gone. Uh, Surger's dead, I think. Hela's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Serpent, Cole Borson. Okay. Enchantress, Amora. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Loki, who is at this time dead. Okay. Well, Loki. We'll see in the like what happens the in Disney the Disney Plus, Plus series. But I'm, as of now, out. he's dead. Mm. Our line, <laughs> arts, our line. Loki is dead. Okay, okay. I'm just saying, easy though. Is it though? <laughs> Using the Thor don't reference use the, there. Don't use that um, meme on me. So what we'll do to close out Marvel mm-hmm. is we're gonna go more rapid fire than usual. Yeah. I'm gonna give you. So here's how we're gonna do it. I'm going to give the title, the one that we haven't talked about. Yep. Quick. It doesn't have to be like, this is up, but like, all right, Eternals. Thoughts, thoughts, move on. So we'll start with that. The Eternals, we got more clarification that Angelina Jolie is going to play um, Thena. Richard Madden is going to play Icarus. Um, you've got Kamal Najani as Kingo. you got Salma Hayek as Ajax. Um, they've got Brian Henry. We know who he's going to play. Dong Sik Mao. I hope I said that right. Um, Lauren Ridloff and Leah McHugh 
all of them now IMDb. We have their characters. We know that it's going to be a situation of like, hey, the Eternals have been here. We just haven't seen them during our time in the MCU. Your thoughts on the Eternals? It's going to be interesting seeing like, what for one, where they're going to start. Are they mm-hmm. going to start back in ancient Greece? Are they going to yeah. start with like wherever they started? Because mm-hmm. a lot of those names are ancient Greek names yeah. because that's where they because they were mistaken for gods. If I remember what we read last time mm-hmm. about them, yeah. And that's the thing. It would be interesting to see like their storyline because I know one of them. I think the one that's also Gilgamesh, also known as. Um, Hercules, also known as God, I can't remember his name. Uh, this Beowulf. Mm-hmm. Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. Um, yeah, I think he's actually supposed to be one that's supposed to be sounded semi interesting when you and I read about it because mm-hmm. he's supposed to age rapidly at some point. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah, I and the, also maybe explain why they didn't help with anything if they've got any powers of any sort. The thing that I cannot wait for is I think the reason they weren't helping is I feel like there's sort of, going to be a conflict on their yeah world. Um, but the thing I well, can't, a lot of those seem I think are the the because I know because I know with Icarus yeah they I think it was Icarus. Um, he's the main one where basically like he's the captain of the team mm-hmm. um, when it comes to the Eternals. I just, the thing I am most excited about for this is give me more of those cosmic enemies, those cosmic beings that you're yeah. going to introduce in this. No, but I think the ones you labeled most of them were the mm-hmm. Eternals of Earth, but that doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean they don't have a separate conflict going mm-hmm. on. What about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? Because... Rumor is not only do we have our Chang Chi, not only is Aquafina from uh, Crazy Rich Asians going to be in it. The big thing for me is the Mandarin, the real Mandarin, is going to be the villain, and that's why it's the Legend of the Ten Rings. So what I'm really hoping happens is that Ben, it's Ben Kingsley again, it's, and it's a double take. I was me, the Mandarin all, this whole time. No, no. Let me. <laughs> let me um, so there's one. I it was more of a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And the Mandarin, because he's from ancient China, like ancient China. Yeah. The spirit of the Mandarin took over someone's body. Oh, okay. Found out he's claiming to be a Mandarin. He'll be a great vessel. Mm-hmm. Use Ben Kingsley, become the real Mandarin. Maybe and have like a, a joke of like, I saw you on TV. You weren't the Mandarin. Ten rings, bitch. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it's going to be... What you want is Ben Kingsley to be the Mandarin, but it's really he's possessed by the Mandarin spirit. Yes. Okay. I would love that. Mm-hmm. I would just love Ben Kingsley. I would love double a, take because that would fit into the double take where it's like you're not the Mandarin. Oh wait, yes I am, bitch. Here's my ten rings. Got my ten rings now. I I also can't wait for some a, call me a terrorist. Like, <laughs> I consider myself a teacher. If we're gonna get uh, Shang Chi in this. I also can't wait, and of course, is a Netflix rights issue, too, when we eventually get Iron Fist down the line. Yeah. Um, when they're able to do that. But is it, though? I mean, because now that those are all canceled, Disney, I think, has probably dragged It's a back. couple, like, they want to, but it's, so, how, from what I understand when mm-hmm. I read about it is that the, it's not like Netflix has the rights, but... Marvel has to wait, I think it was, what, two years or something? It might be, For yeah. that kind of um, agreement or whatever to fizzle up, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can't just bring them over right away. Um, 
I can't wait to see a real Mandarin, whether it's the Mandarin, whether it's like you just mentioned, it's the spirit of the Mandarin taking over someone. I mean, I would love for it to be Ben Kingsley because I was so rooting for mm-hmm. that to be because he in the let's put it say in the, pre, the, in the posters and stuff posters previews yeah. all like oh my god this they Mandarin is him up fucking Mandarin. amazing and yeah. then they made him a joke yeah and then they did if you, you still haven't seen it for some odd mm-hmm. reason because I told you to watch it before yeah hail to the me. chief mm-hmm. or hail to the king yeah hail to the chief I think it was. explain it to them so what happens. Because this isn't a spoiler at this point. You should have watched it. In case By the someone way, hasn't seen it. In case someone hasn't seen it, for one, it's on the extended cut stuff of Thor, uh, The Dark I'll, World. I'll put it in the comment section. Too. You'll find it on YouTube. Yeah. Put it in the comment section. Mm-hmm. What happens is, so they're doing, like, some guy, some he's supposed to be a psychologist, mm-hmm. is interviewing. Uh, this is at the prison, right? This is in the prison. Yeah. First off, you get to see how famous um, uh, Le- uh, Trevor Slattery is in the prison. Kiss my rings, bitch. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Um, but they're doing sort of an interviewish thing with him. Some psychologist um, is kind of interviewing him, bring up his past, sort of like, hey, we're trying to give, figure out why you did what you did. And then he kind of. Is it a 14 sh- minute video? It might be that long. It might be. I think it's shorter than that. Okay. It's supposed to be kind of like the Marvel one cuts that they yeah, were doing for a little shot. while. One yep, shot. This is it. I found it. I'm going to put it there. Okay. Go on. Um, so anyways, what happens next is um, they do the whole interview thing, brings up his past. Ben Kingsley starts getting a little uh, a little um, uneasy, or I shouldn't say um, mm-hmm. Trevor Slider gets a little uneasy with it, shuts the camera off, starts talking about the Mandarin, the Ten Rings, how mm-hmm. you've been impersonating him, and the Mandarin's not happy about it. Yeah. And then uh, basically it's sort of like takes a nightstick out of the uh, mm-hmm. camera leg, beats the shit out of the two guards in there. It's basically they're kidnapping him. True. Okay. So that's what it seemed like at the end there. Mm-hmm. He Which just... would then could also play into, hey, the real Mandarin, obviously he's there because he's going to be in Shang-Chi and yeah. the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, WandaVision. This to me was... One where I still don't know what like I have the, no idea the what the only, hell's gonna go on so far. The only thing I want is apparently it's gonna dive into um Wanda and why she got her powers. Yes. This is where I wanna see the word mutant. Clap my hand even more. Like this is where it's like, okay, mutants are a thing. This is where we're gonna establish mutants in the MCU. First episode has to be how is vision alive now? Second episode, where's Magneto? <laughs> I want to know. If Vision just shows up and no explanation, I'm going to be kind of well, upset. Because uh, and you can give me something oh, as simply as, Bet- oh, Shiri rebuilt his head. <laughs> it was Bethany even said at Comic-Con where he's like, am I, I even alive in this? Like, I don't know how I'm coming back. Like, I don't know. I think I'm dead still. Oh, I guess happy point. birthday, Bethany, by the way. Is it his birthday? No, no. That was... Um, that was Benedict, right? Yeah. My bad. So happy birthday, Benedict. Okay. You're thinking Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Who we're going to talk about in a little bit. Next, yeah. Um, which I will say the one title I am super excited for, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Mad- Madness. Whoo! Dive into the multiverses. Give me more of them. Like, we already saw the, well, how many possibilities are there? Doctor Strange going to go to different multiverses? Hell yes. Give me that. And is Nightmare still going to be the villain? They said so far he is. 
But How does that fit into multiverses, though? Because Nightmare will probably be dragging him through all of oh, them. Okay. Chasing either, True. either through chasing him down or like... Or leading him through like a maze of multiverses. Yeah, basically a maze okay. of multiverses because it's like mm-hmm. basically just huge amount of dangers. Like, yeah. hey, if you don't get to me in time, blah, 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 it's going to happen. True. What are your thoughts about it? I'm excited. <laughs> that's like, really like, you kind of described it already he's like it's just going to be like a maze of multiverses mm-hmm. either he's going to do one of two things he's going to kind of it's going to be sort of like chasing him through it mm-hmm. or he's going to keep like well you almost you almost made it through this one <laughs> another one drops him in another one yeah and just basically because it's a, like a nightmare realm mm-hmm. is what he's good at yeah so he probably has powers in some sense like I, that just can't wait to see different multiverses I like can't wait because either. they've teased like we thought we were going to get it for so long and i wonder if what's going to like and here's the thing that kind of puts two and two together so WandaVision is spring of 21 mm-hmm. doctor strange is may of 21 what i would not here's the thing i would not be like eh, about like i know on the picture that they showed the WandaVision one was before Doctor Strange, but May is still spring. I wouldn't be surprised because all these Disney Plus shows mm-hmm. don't have exact dates. They have like, oh, this is when they're going to happen relatively. I wouldn't be surprised if, okay, Doctor Strange is going to happen first, then WandaVision. Because basically with the multiverses, when he comes back out of that multiverses some get combined and then bam that's how mutants are in our multiverse and just remember multiverses aren't quite like in dc where it's hey there's a flash here yeah. there's a flash here it's not like earth one earth two no. earth three dormammu is a is a different mm. he re- goes from multiverse to multiverse but dormammu's area is a multiverse yeah. um you saw it well if you um go back and watch when before Doctor Strange has any of the powers, when mm-hmm. he's talking to the ch- uh, the ancient one, yeah, and she just <laughs> into the head and just sends him. He's diving through multiverses. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's almost going to be something relatively like that with Nightmare. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's something that I can't wait to see how both those two set us up for. So it's not like X Men. He's in just going to. It's not like he's going to drop into another Earth. No, mm-hmm. he's going to be f- going worlds that don't even mm-hmm. make sense. What about the Loki show? I'm just excited to see what mischief he gets into. I mean, <laughs> and how does it set up? For how does it Love set up? It, if it does, even yeah. I mean, it may. I'm not I, saying. I'm I saying think it, it won't. I it'll set up Loki heading into it for sure. If Loki's in it, I don't know. If I he, think he is. Like I think he is. Right now, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think there's a Loki show. I don't think Loki's gonna die at the end of the show. I didn't say he's gonna die at it. No, I it. know. I just I think he's gonna be in Thor. I don't think so, but I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying 100% now. Yeah. I just think so. Thor's going to be focused on something else. What about the. But, oh, go ahead. Didn't know. Uh, Loki, the Loki show. I just want to. I'm hoping it's just a fun ride of after, like, what? Well, it's mm-hmm. going to take place after. Two, from 2011 on. Yeah. Mischief. Mm-hmm. Throughout, like, different things. Just give me Tom Hiddleston. Exactly. More of Tom Hiddleston. What about the What If? Animated? Like, and this is. I want to read those. If I'm wrong. This is supposed to be like things that have already happened. Like, what if it went this way? Exactly. Instead of that way. Exactly. So, what if Thor was a villain? What mm-hmm. if um, Captain America? Um, I think one of them was Peggy. What if Peggy Peggy Carter mm-hmm. was Captain America? I just the what th- if the uh, thing I love about this the most I'm just is it, up now. Fuck it. it plays into exactly what Kevin Feige wants. 
How do we tell stories? How do we tell great stories and let that be the thing? This is kind of a fun way of like, hey, you know what? In this episode, we're going to tell this story. And it does, and we don't have to worry about how does it affect the other things in this universe. We're just going to say, hey, what if this happened? What if that happened? What if this was the thing? What if that was a thing? And tell great stories like they want to. Did you find out more information? So I've just looked it up. In volume one, a, I, I'm probably just going to read the first ten. Go on. Um... One, what if Spider-Man had joined the Fantastic Four? What if the Hulk had the brain of Bruce Banner? Okay, some of these are things that kind of already happened in the MCU. What if the Avengers had never been? Oh, so this is from the comics? This is the comics, okay. yeah. This is volume one, 1977 okay. and 1984. What if uh, the invaders invad- stayed together after World War II? Mm-hmm. Nothing we know about, but it would... Yeah. What if Captain America had not vanished during World War II? Ooh. So we kind of get that side story that he when he went back, but yeah. And what's cool is it's I don't know if you just mentioned it now a few minutes ago, it's all animated. Yeah. So it's like they're going to do voiceover acting, mm-hmm. but it's going to be stuff that you can't do in live action. They'll be able to do in this. Yeah, I like that. Uh, what if the fan the what if the Fantastic Four had different superpowers? Hmm. What if someone else besides Spider Man had been bitten by the radioactive spider? Mm-hmm. And three. Uh, this one says in three different. We know st- that Miles Morales. In three different stories, what would it happen if either Peter's class bully Flash Thompson, mm-hmm. um, his temporary girlfriend Betty Brant, or publisher J. Jonah Jameson's astronaut? No, J. Jonah Jameson's astronaut son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spider-Man's a menace. What if the world knew Daredevil was blind? Uh, what if the Avengers fought evil in the 1950s? Mm-hmm. And what if Jane Foster had found the hammer of Thor? Okay, that one's again yeah. going to possibly be Love but and Thunder. It uh, doesn't, like, they don't have to do the. They could actually ask any question they want. Like, any what if they want, they could do. What if Conan the Barbarian walked the earth today? Yeah. Uh, what if Nova had been four other people? Mm-hmm. Like, they they could literally ask any what if. Like, that's the thing I like about it is, like I said, they could just tell great stories. How about the last one? Go what ahead. If, what if, this is the last one I'll bring up. <laughs> what if Ghost Rider, Spider-Woman, and Captain Marvel were villains? Shit. Ghost Rider, well, Ghost Rider kind of already looks like a villain. He's an anti-hero, though. Yeah, I know, but, like, he looks like a villain. But still, what if they those three were villains? That's another one, so I'll stop there with those. What about the last Disney Plus show, Hawkeye? Supposed yeah. to be, the from what I've heard, is it supposed to be more of, like, a what he was doing as Ronan kind of a situation? Yeah, Kate, uh, training, um, mm-hmm. you know her name, Kate Bishop, yeah, right? which I did not know this was coming, so for me, I was like, fuck yeah, give me more Hawkeye. Yeah, Give Dave me. will be excited. He gets to uh, watch more Hawkeye because he was really upset um, about Hawkeye not being mentioned. Getting anything? Yeah, basically like, where's Hawkeye? Oh, where's my Hawkeye? Well, fuck Hawkeye then, yeah, I guess. basically. <laughs> um, I'm just excited to see more Jeremy Renner as yeah. Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner, and I do hope that he's doing oh, that. I'm sorry, Ronan. Ronan. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I really hope he's also training Kate Bishop in this then. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do want to see his side stuff of being Ronan. Yeah. I would really love to see that, but I also want to see, like, at least an episode where he starts training someone, mm-hmm. and maybe, like, he does, like, hey, starts taking someone under his wing a little bit, yeah, because he, kind of that feeling of, hey, I lost my daughter, sort of, like, 
so, um, fill in that feeling mm-hmm. and then not wanting to get too close because everyone he loved disappeared on him. Yeah. So what we're going to do is, so we have talked for, John, do you, do you know how long we've An probably hour? talked for this? Close. Like maybe, yeah, about an hour on Marvel alone. So here's going to be the rest of the plan for this podcast. Luckily, mm-hmm. the rest of this is not like Marvel and didn't drop like eight things all at once. Eight thousand um, things. So we've just got a couple things that we're going to hit and give little discussions. They're not all going to be our discussions <laughs> um, on this. Let's move on into DC Universe, yes. though. So they had three mini announcements that I don't think really need a ton of talk. No. Um, we basically, Young Justice Season 4 will be happening when? Nah. We don't know. Um, It's planned, though. Doom Patrol Season 2 will be coming in 2020. Um, Titan Season 2 will be coming out of September 6th of this year. So we actually got a date for that. Can't wait. I should probably watch the first season. I loved Titans 1. Love Titans 1. Can't wait for Titans 2. What I would love to do, Johnny, is I know we talked about it last year, but I would really love to do it. Even if it's just me, if it's both of us, that's great. We're... I want to give the episodic kind of reviews and reactions because DC Universe is that weird one where, like, I finished Stranger Things, you're watching it. They don't give you all at once. They're like, well, this Friday it's episode one. Come back next week and it's episode two. Um, So I would like to do that that this year. The one I want to talk about, though, is the trailer that we got at Comic-Con for the Harley Quinn animated series we already saw something about it there was like a little tease about a year ago but we get our actual first look at what characters are going to be on it we get more of a kind of idea of how um penny from the big bang theory is going to be as harley quinn i'm going to take this one first um because i'm the dc guy usually i ask it to you um my first thought just some of the bullet points i had is number one, the style of everything with the art look of some of the characters, how some of them act with one another, also with kind of the crudeness of it. I'm not saying the crudeness is bad. I love the crudeness mm-hmm. of it because I'm an adult and I like those adult things. And it fits. It kind of reminds me of like a Venture Bros style. The artistic stylist, yeah, stylism is very Venture Bros. Semi Venture Bros. But I could also see this being on Adult Swim, which um, like Adventure after Bros. midnight. Is on there. Yeah, so it's like it. It kind of reminds me of that like Adult Swim, DC kind of a um, cartoon. But the one thing I will say, it's just maybe it's because I'm not used to it. I still don't know how I feel with Penny being Harley Quinn. And the reason why I say that is I'm not saying it's bad. Of course, a new voice that you're not used to is going to take some time to get used to. Mm -hmm. But there's a part of me to where it's like, I don't feel like she's playing Harley Quinn. I feel like Harley Quinn is her. And I don't know if that's going to be a good thing. Obviously, I have to wait for when the series comes out. Yeah. But, like, I hear way too much of her voice in the Harley Quinn. You want the Brooklyn accent I want the typical Harley Quinn. Yeah. I'm not going to harp on it, but that's just a little thing of, like, it's still not jiving with me. And I'll have to wait and see when the series actually comes out for 
how I feel about that, like a final stance. What were your thoughts after seeing this? Because I just got to play it on loop on my computer. Yeah, so do I. I'm just keep watching it, and it looks good. Um, I'm not opposed to... Uh, I keep wanting mm-hmm. to say her last name is Cusco. I know that's not right. Coco? Is it Coco? Cuco? Cuco, I think it might be. I just, I apologize. I just call her, I just call I, her Penny. You can, I, you can type in the bottom, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to pronounce it still, yeah. unless you can somehow pronounce phonetically. it. Phonetically. Phonetically, thank you. Um... But yeah, I'm entertained by the idea by this. Um, I want to see where this goes. I see her like taking more side with Batman at some points. We'll uh, team up with Batman. Team up with Batman. Like. She hits the Joker with a bat, mm-hmm. so it means she's kind of done with him at I this mean, time. I feel like it's it might be more of a kind of situation of. She might be more partnered with Poison Ivy. That's what it looks like. Like they have an apartment together almost. Mm -hmm. But she also looks like she's uh, friends with. I don't know who the short dude's supposed to be. With the the puppeteer. Is it the puppeteer? But Mm -hmm. it's also Clayface. Yeah. Is in there. We've got Clayface, Black Manta, um, Penguin, Joker, um, Wanda Sykes' character. I'm unsure who she's supposed to be. Kite Man, apparently. Kite Man. Is supposed to be in there. At least cameo appearance of some mm-hmm. sort but also um king shark king shark i saw wow i just aquaman mm-hmm. she punches aquaman in the throat <laughs> and then kicks him in the face yeah i'm like what so here's another thing about it that i can't believe i'm gonna screw up some of these names but like for me it's got some good names in it i think natalie morales mm-hmm. is the one that's playing Poison Ivy, Kaylee um, Kuko, um, is Penny from Big Bang Theory, is playing Harley Quinn. Yep. But we've also got Lake Bell. Alan Tudyk is going to be in it. Jim Rash, Ron Funches, um, Chris Maloney. You've got Dietrich Bader, um, James Ado- Adomian. I think I said that wrong. Um, Tony Hale, J.P. Smoove is going to be in it. Jason Alexander, George, um, is going to be in it as well. Um, Tisha Campbell-Martin, Giancarlo Esposito, Natalie Morales, I already said, um, Matt Oberg, and then Wanda Sykes. So, like, there's a couple of those, like, Alexander, Smoove, Sykes, for me, Funches, Tudyk, where it's like, okay, I know many of these names. I just can't wait to see how it all clashes together. But it's nice for, for me... It's nice to actually get a look at what it's going to be like because last thing I'll kind of ask you about it is do you think it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing that it looks like this series is tailoring more towards the adult audience rather than the kid audience? I mean, why not? We, we're the ones with money, right? We're the ones with money. Give it. <laughs> why not give it us a little something like that? The it's kids gonna, got enough, right? The kids get a lot of stuff. I mean, they have a huge. D, I, I know they have a huge Marvel and DC cartoon following that they get. Mm-hmm. Why not? Like, it's like you can watch the cartoons that we used to watch. Basically, I mean, it's like a like you said. It's like it's something that belongs on Adult Swim. Yeah, most of that stuff is not meant for kids. Mm-hmm. I just I find it especially funny. after midnight. I find it funny that DC Universe so far, like, Titans is more of a darker, more adult yeah. version of uh, the Teen Titans. You got Swamp Thing was really dark, and even though it got canceled. It, I keep seeing commercials for it, It though. was The season one is still out. They're oh, just, okay. They is canceled season two. Okay. Um, 
basically they're not going to make more Swamp Thing. Um, Dark Doom Patrol, although it was funny, was more of an adult comedy kind of a thing. Um, and then this looks like it tailors more towards the adult side. Where the only thing that I've watched that's kind of like, oh, okay, that could be for a kid is like the Young Justice Outsiders um, cartoon. But I just, I think it's just understood that, hey, you know, DC Universe is going to tailor more towards that adult fan rather than that kid fan. How about the next thing? So the next one's not a trailer. It's just a clip. I don't know if we're going to spend a lot of time on it. But basically, Rick and Morty Season 4, we got a new clip called Glutey. Which is basically, I'm assuming Glutie's the purple alien in it. Um, it'll be down below if you want to watch it, but I'm going to describe it anyways. Um, so basically, it looks like Jerry and Morty are developing an app or have developed an app. They want Glutie to shut it down. Hey, I can't do looks that. Looks like it's like failing or something. He shakes it, little beeping from his pocket. They think it's a bomb. Um, but no, it was just a fake beeping app. Um, and then, Ominous beeping app. And then Jerry, at the end, with the best line of like, well, with someone with this kind of ingenuity, it makes them hard to hate. You can and you will. You can and you have to, oh, Dad. Yeah, you can and you have to, Dad. What are your thoughts with this? I know it's like, what, a minute and a half clip? Not even. Yeah. I um, mean, you can tell that Morty is getting more Rick-esque. Mm -hmm. Well, like I threw out to you. Yeah. I'm wondering in this, maybe this episode, is Rick trapped somewhere else or on an adventure with Summer? And Morty has to be like Rick because Jerry is like how Morty was at the beginning. It could of the just series. be like a Jerry Morty episode. <laughs> Jerry's like, we can get those. We can get those. Mm -hmm. We like they, they're starting to pair everyone up in odd like combinations. Yeah. You get Summer Rick. Uh, I think we had last season. We had uh, mm -hmm. maybe that might be season two. I can't remember. Um, you had a Jerry. I know last season there was a Jerry Rick one where uh, yeah, your kids think you're depressed and you, they told me to take you out on an adventure. Basically, yeah. With that's the one with the um, the whirly durly. Basically, you can't die. Yeah. And then the kids are shooting each other. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Pew! Mm -hmm. Huh? <laughs> I I just my only thought with it is that it's funny. It hit the Rick and Morty style. Oh, it did. It get it. It's basically like here. Let me tease you a little bit. Let me let me give you a little bit here oh, so you're satisfied. You remember remember Crockybot? I do not. I saw. Um, from um, shit. What was the what was the episode? Um, oh, from the Revengeers, not the Revengeers. Um, yeah, it's the superheroes. Superhero that they basically one. Yeah, kill. yeah. And Rick basically saws them. Yeah, like the saw. Like an episode I, now of saw. I remember. Yes. Yeah. So you remember Crockybot, right? <coughs> yeah. Um. Well, what they there's I saw one Clip. picture. It was just one picture of Rick and Morty standing in the middle of a, like a almost like a, a street. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of like the same thing, Crocky Bot looking yeah, characters. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. You saw I, that? You found cause it? Because I pulled up Rick and Morty season four and it's just there. One of the pictures. Um, so, I mean, that might play into an episode. It could just be mm -hmm. an, a piece of art that they Cause, drew up. Because we're getting it in November. Mm -hmm. We're getting Rick and Morty in November. It gives me a little bit of a taste of like, oh, I can't wait. Just a couple months away. Um, it's already terrifying that the year is already Almost half over. No, okay. it's already half over. We are halfway through it's the, the six fucking snowball. Ricky. Actually, no. After this month, we are what nine days, ten days away from. It's more uh, than halfway over already. We got twelve months. Twelve we're, months. We're not we're through in, the sixth month yet. We're through the. Se yeah. We're in the seventh. Oh shit! We're in the seventh. <laughs> 
holy crap. I thought, for a second, oh. I was like, no, August is the 7th. Yeah, no, it's August more, is the 8th. Fuck, it's more than half over. Um, Sorry that you get to stop counting after one. Yeah, I get to stop counting after one. Um, what about moving on? The next trailer we're going to take a look at really quick is the HBO Watchmen trailer. The To me, the first really good look that we get yes. in this Watchmen series because... Here's the thing I'm going to ask you, and this is my question that I'm going to start off with. The next two, I have, like, a distinct question that I want to get answered with these. Is With this one, after seeing this trailer, is this going to be HBO's next hit? Because the big thing everyone's asking, with Game of Thrones done, yeah, there's Barry, and there's Westworld, and they've got other series... Is this going to be the next Game of Thrones for HBO? The next one that people cling to and are like, holy shit, this is the one I want to watch. It might be. I mean, it looks really interesting. I want to know where in the timeline this is supposed to take place. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we had the movie yeah, way back when. Was, I don't remember. I'm not even going to try and think about when. Um, it wasn't bad. We were in high school. So I like think we were in high school. Seven, I want to say. Something like or that. Or five. I think it was L5. I'm going to look it up now. Go yeah, ahead. you do you, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. No. Ooh. Wait, before high school? We were not in high school. We were in college. What? 2009. Wow. 10 years ago. Damn. I thought it was I thought it was like 05. I was wrong. It was 2009. Okay. Go Good to know. Um anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I cuz I mean, so Dr. Manhattan is on Mars. Mars. So that or st- is he? Well, it says he is. They say he is, and they <laughs> even show the end of the trailer. They show clips. He is. He can come back. I know, but the end of the like trailer, that. we see him reach down and grab a for mask. The mask. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Doctor Manhattan. So it's like, is this after the movie? Is mm-hmm. this just a separate timeline? I want because also the other thing is Rorschach. Like you have like a whole following for mm-hmm. Rorschach now, where it's like a whole group of people instead of. One individual Rorschach. Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that I'm still, even after watching it, mm-hmm. is it, like you said, at, does it take place after the events of the movie, or is this taking place before the events of the movie? Because Osmanian is still alive. Mm. And uh, I'm saying his name wrong. Osmanian was the main villain of the movie. Yeah. So, like, if this is after the movie, how could he still be the main villain? That's my thought process. That's why. Is he the main villain? Mm-hmm. I He's thought the main villain in the comics and the main one in the um, movie But someone well. else was the main villain in the movie. It was like a... No. Because the, the movie was a almost shot-for-shot... Shot, I'm going to say shot-for-shot shot remake. Um, spoiler if you haven't read the Watchmen comic, by the way. Um, but the basically only thing that they changed that I can remember is that in the comic, they dropped a big fucking alien on New York and they didn't do that in the movie, Mm -hmm. which 19 year old Ricky is like, where the fuck is my blue? Like, where the fuck is my squid alien? Um, cause I wanted to see that. That is not the IMDB page I was looking for. Um, (laughs) by the way, um, for, there's a movie in 2019 called Watchmen, and it's like, nope, didn't want that. I want the 2009 movie called Watchmen, because um, I was pulling up the character list. So it was 
Where is he? I thought it was. Yeah. So it was Matthew Good played Adrian Adrian Veidt, who was um, Oz, Osmandius. I hope I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. I fucking am probably butchering it. Um, and then in this one, we obviously saw him at the end of things. This one. Oh, I did not catch that. Did you catch who was playing um, Adrian Vite or Osmanius? Jeremy was, Irons. Jeremy. I didn't catch that it was Jeremy Irons until I just saw well, it. Like, holy shame shit. Shame on you. Well, it wasn't he he wasn't using his scar voice on me. Holy oh, shit. Oh wow, it wasn't used cuz I can't tell Jeremy Irons voice. Yeah, I can't do it, it was just one I am now woke, Johnny. Um yeah, I'm just with me. I'm very intrigued on the whole plot of like, well, hey, they started killing cops. How are you not going to kill cops? Let's all cover our faces. Haha. But now we hide the vigilantes. So, can't kill cops. Yeah, that's the thing I'm interested about is um like, where does it, it all comes down to where the hell does this take place in the storyline? Because mm-hmm. I, from what I remember, he kills, Ro- um, I should say who, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Manhattan kills Rorschach. Yes. And then goes up to Mars and I'm I'm out. Right? Isn't that what happened? I'm going to look it up really I quick. I bitches, I'm out. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan kills Rorschach. Um, yeah, you're right. He explodes them. Yeah. Explodes. Um, you know what? That makes perfect sense then. And then it would take place after because my hand's on Mars where there's little little footage here and there of him on Mars. You're right. And then you got a You're whole... Right. whole right. Well, let me finish what I was saying. Jeez, man. But now it makes but then sense there's the why there'd be a for, cult, a for, cult yeah. following for Rorschach. That makes sense. Because like, oh, our, um, our hero mm-hmm. is ki- what got killed. We let's uh, do what he, he would have done. And we did get a shot in here of um, uh, Owl. Owl Man? Well, and his ship. Yeah. Uh, we got a clean shot of his ship, which That's I was true. like, yes. Um, but we do know that it's coming in October. Um, I can't wait for it. I'm going to watch it because I liked Watchmen and HBO. I've, I've got the subscription, so I might as I well might have to get try it back, and give I guess. something else to watch. <laughs> Um, what about the Witcher trailer? First time we see Henry Cavill in his big, long, white Witcher hair. The question I want to ask you about this. Yes. Has to pertain to Game of Thrones also, but in a different side. Um, so the Watchmen was, has HBO found its next Game of Thrones? For the Witcher on Netflix, one of the big things when I talked to Mark Weber about the end of Game of Thrones. Yes. His whole big thing is what's going to be the next sci-fi um, series that kind of takes that kind of mantle that Game of Thrones had. Could the Witcher be that? Could the Witcher take the sci-fi medieval monsters, witches kind of a following? Like it fits the same mold that Game of Thrones was filling. Yeah. I'm not saying it's like it's season one's going to be miraculous. 
does this gain the following and could this be the Game of Thrones of Netflix? Well, it could be because here's the thing you're going to have. Um, you're going to have people who play the game they're going to want to watch. Mm-hmm. You have people that love any of that medieval. I mean, I'm going to watch mm-hmm. it. I like that midi- the medieval stuff. I people watched who the read book, the books. Read the books. I was going to get to them next. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to have a decent following. You're going to have people that watched Game of Thrones. It's like, I need mm-hmm. something to fill that void. I mean, I have HBO, but I have if I have Netflix... Witcher looks like it might be uh, related. Let's watch that. Which, the thing I will say, if you did not know, um, because I'm in that boat, yeah. if you did not play the games... You won't be lost. You won't be lost, because this is apparently more going off of the source material of the books rather than the Which games. Which I can't say I read the books either. Yeah, so, I but, mean, I'll, I'm fine with that. But for me, like, I would hate it if it was like... Because I would have played the games if I knew that... It was going to lead into this. Yeah. So with me, I'm like, good. I'm fine with not reading the books. The games, though, I would. I'm probably still tempted have to pick up the games, anyways. Mm-hmm. Just now, like, I'll I'll watch, probably watch this first, and it's like, yeah. if it's, I'm like, well, if the storyline is anything like the games, mm-hmm. maybe I'll go pick them up afterwards. My main ones right now is going to go buy um, God Tom of War Four. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to buy. You God still of War. haven't played God of War. No. You don't need to oh. buy it. Borrow mine. Okay. I have it. I, I platinumed it. It's just sitting there collecting dust. Oh, cool. You have a PlayStation. I know. That's why I was going like, to go buy that. I have a gift I can card. Just, I can just give it to you. I have you. a gift card for uh, GameStop. So. Nice. Yeah, I could just... For, don't waste your money on... It's not wasting your money, but I've got that. Okay. And I'm not playing it anymore. Oh, cool. Then um, I'll borrow it from you. That was a Christmas time. Yeah, that was a Christmas time platinum. Okay. Where I played it. Got all the trophies for it. Um, really fun game. Really liked it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for The Witcher because yeah. also I wonder how good is Henry Cavill going to be in this? Yes. Where he looks already like he's gotten my, piqued my interest. Yeah, he looks like um, the character from the game. You just, what you were saying is you want, you can't wait until I want to see the gruff, gruff, the white gruff on his face. The way I'm going to describe it, yeah. think of Jon Snow. Jon Snow so season one Different than season seven, eight, John Snow. It grew in. Like, he had a little bit, a... but it grew in. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. that's what happens. Because I, though, and again, <laughs> I've never read the book, so I can't mm-hmm. say. Maybe he doesn't have shaven. it. Maybe he's clean shaven, but mm-hmm. I prefer it with the gruff because I think that's what he is in Witcher 3. Yeah, I I watch it and I get a very Helsing type of uh, vibe from it. Like, I am totally in on it. I will give season one a chance and if it loses me then hey that's on season one not on the hype of a trailer and i can't wait to see what the uh, whole black eye thing is about at the end where yes. it's like more i feel like if we played the game that might have been explained a it little bit or might have been relatable but yeah it it kind of looked like either other kind of like how people look in the upside down and stranger things mm-hmm. um sorry johnny i mentioned stranger things again yeah um, jerk otherwise it kind of looked like a demon version captain spoilers um, over here of the witcher how about the next tri- so speaking of kind of horror and things like that one of the first trailers that we got dropped at comic-con was the only warner bros trailer that we knew was coming the final trailer for It Chapter 2. Johnny, we were already going to go see this, but now that we see more of the action with the older characters going up against Pennywise, thoughts on our final It Chapter 2 trailer? I want to see this even more than I did before because <laughs> I want 
So, like, especially with the Pennywise going with the lines, like, I've been waiting for you. Mm-hmm. T- smelling, like, almost like. They're the kill that got away. Like, I've been waiting for this yep. for 27 years. They're the ones that got away. Yeah. Because I, I guess he was supposed to go into it. Like, they didn't really kill him. They were supposed to go back into his hibernation is what mm-hmm. I think what it was. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, to me, it's one of those things where. I love those lines because it's exactly that. Like, his goal, he, for the first time ever, did not accomplish his goal. Yeah. And he's probably sitting there going, I am not going to be satisfied unless I kill them. Yeah. Unless I get to kill and eat them. Mm-hmm. Which I will say one of the freakiest things from the trailer is when James McAvoy is chasing that kid in the oh. Hall of Mirrors. And then you look. And Pennywise has the long clown tongue of like, Bleh. and it's basically like a, oh, it just gives me He's the creeps. licking the glass. <clears throat> it just gives me the creeps. So where it's like, oh, oh, don't, don't do that. You see McAvoy trying to get to the kid too. That was like the most like, mm-hmm. like adrenaline rush of that. He tries tra- to click, kick the glass, but it doesn't work. It's not breaking, but Pennywise yeah. already cracked the glass. Oh, shit. Guess what day it comes out? Huh? Same day as Titan season two. Oh, shit. September 6th. So that night. Maybe watch a little bit of Titans, go see some It Chapter 2. But I do also like how um, at the very end of the trailer, Mm -hmm. how you get a look. I'm going to take a fast forward a little bit. where We got a look of it looked like Pennywise without the mask on or without the makeup on. Without the full on like demon clown effect. Where it was like holy shit what happens how do we get there it looks like we get a little bit of um the little brother is it gabe i think was the little brother right the you'll float to uh george george that's right georgie we get a little bit of him of like um the whole situation of like well you let me die you lied and i died you lied and i died kind of a situation yeah but that like oh it just it looks so frightening to look at because I paused it on it where it's like it just looks like cheap white paint. You've got blood looking like it's dripping out the eyes mm-hmm. of Pennywise to where we were going to go see this because Johnny like he's wants got to go cuts see it. Yeah, too. I can't wait to see how this ends. This has been a marketing trip of like. I like that they split it up into two movies rather than keep it they sort of like, as one. They like sort the of original. did it like the originals, yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if like we get, this is like getting this scene you were talking about where mm-hmm. it's like um, the fake the the shitty white paint and the the blood almost mm-hmm. on his face, um, and in like a normal like clothing, yeah. is like maybe the origins of Pennywise, maybe a little bit. Yeah, maybe because I never watched the originals. I tried to and I couldn't find it. I only the only clip from the original that I know or have watched is the one of where it's Tim Curry behind the um, laundry and he's just watching. The basically he kills the girl mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie. That's all I've seen. Um, I'm actually going to throw in one trailer on top of the next one before we get to. Um, before we get to Charlie's Angels, because I forgot to put it in there, we both watched it. Jay and Silent Bob. Oh yeah, reboot. So I posted this yesterday. 
And if you are not a patron, this is kind of a little shameless plug to become a patron. Um, so in our Discord channel, $1 on Patreon gets you access to this channel where you can talk to all the MVP patrons as well as us here at MVP. I dropped it in the Discord channel, and this was some of the replies. Mark said, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back kind of sucked, though. They are great side characters, but don't hold up as leads. I said, it's going to be stupid. It's going to be funny. I'm going to laugh. Win-win. Um, Sung Hyung said, the question is, anybody really going to see it? Um, and then, let's see. Soapy then dropped something about NBA 2K. So basically it was Sung Hyung and Mark telling me that it's not going to be good. We're... In my mind, I'm like, I'm not expecting it to be good. I'm no, expecting I'm it to be, funny. to be stupid and funny, especially how the opening of the trailer opens up with basically uh, Muse or Jay. I'm going to pull down my pants, tuck it in between my legs, and kind of just do his natural pose of like, he Jesus, no penis. Arms he's got no penis. No, no he it's does. Just, it's, it's just tucked in. Um, Goodbye, horses. I just, you heard that in the background yes. too, right? Okay. I just, I absolutely am going to laugh during this. The cast of this alone is in my mind amazing. Or I'm just going to, I'm going to pull it up. So Jay and Silent Bob reboot IMDB. I hope they've got the cast on IMDb because their this movie is riddled with people from our childhood. I hope you know that, right? Mm -hmm. So Chris Hemsworth is going to be in it. Shannon Elizabeth is going to be in it. Matt Damon, obviously. Matt Damon, obviously. Ben Affleck, obviously. Um, Val Kilmer is in it. Um, Joe Manganiello is in it. Rosario Dawson is in it. Justin Long is in this movie. You've got um, Jason Lee. He's always in these movies. Um, you've got Jason Briggs. You've got Kevin Smith's daughter, which do you know what her name is? I, don't I knew it was, I, So her name in the movie is Millennium Falcon. Mm -hmm. Her name in real life is Harley Quinn Smith. Mm, yeah. That's so right. basically going off the same thing. Um, you've got. The Vanderbeek, um, James Vanderbeek is in this as himself. Mm -hmm. um, Dietrich Bader also in this. Tom Cavanaugh, Craig Robinson is the judge. Molly Shannon, of course. Method Man, um, Chong from Cheech and Chong. Chris Jericho, WWE now AEW fame. Red Man is also in it. Um, I'm looking for that cop at the beginning because I know his face. I just can't think. Of his name. Um, no, it's not JD um, Grove. I'm going to have to look that up. But this movie has so many people that, like, I know to where I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go see it. Is it going to be like an amazing movie? Probably not, but I'm going to laugh. I'm going to have a good time. Um, also, Q from uh, Impractical oh, Jokers, right. isn't it? He's the one that asks, 
Jason Briggs. Um, this movie going to be any good? The question, he goes, no, it's not going to be any good. We're, in the trailer, they're already telling you. It's like it was like, written by Kevin Smith. <laughs> it's written and directed by Kevin Smith, who also acts in it, which the next movie, the screenplay, the directing, and there's someone in it that I'm like, oh, if it's bad, blame know them. Why. Well, if this is funny, just Kevin Smith is why, because he wrote it, directed it, and he stars in it, obviously, as Silent Bob. I just wanted to throw that in there. And then the last one, I told Sung Hyung that we would talk about this trailer because he's super excited about this movie. To me, it looks like a good movie. So like, far, it looks like a good movie. I've got a question about that that I'm going to ask you in a second. My first question, though, when we come to Charlie's Angels, the 2019 movie... Directed by Elizabeth Banks. The screenplay is by Elizabeth Banks. She's also Bosley in this movie. The thing I want to ask you, Johnny, your thoughts on Christian Stewart actually learning emotions and how to act in a movie. <laughs> I know you're asking me that because you're kind of also calling me out I on it. I basically am because it was a funny reaction by you. Oh, I'm sorry. Everything I've seen her in, she really had no emotion. I've seen the first Twilight and I didn't plan on seeing the others. That's what you do when you have a girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, the <laughs> a girlfriend, right? That's what you do when you have a girl. I used to have one. I know you did. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just yanking your chain, big guy. I prefer you don't yank anything on me. Uh, that's right. I went there. Double uh, But then I also saw her in Snow White and the Huntsman. And mm -hmm. still to me, she looked like she had no emotions in that movie. So to see her actually... Having emotions in this was especially at the beginning, mind blowing. When she's like flirting with the guy, yeah. and she's like, "I'm the distraction, honey. I'm the distraction." Yeah, I to me, this is one where they sold me just by having Naomi Scott in this movie because I am on a Naomi Scott high you're, you're ever since Aladdin. Her. Like, Come on. Let's be honest, celebrity Ricky's celebrity crush at the moment is Naomi, Naomi Scott. Scott, especially after um, the Aladdin movie. But this, to me, the only question I have to ask myself about it is not if I'm going to have fun during it, because it looks like it's a fun movie. Mm -hmm. But here's the question I'm going to ask you. When we are done with this movie... Which one do you think will be the better Charlie's Angels? This one or the one we grew up with from the early 2000s that had Lucy Liu, Drew Barrymore, and Cameron Diaz as the main three for Charlie's Angels? Well, since I didn't see that one. You've never seen that one? Never had intentions on seeing it. Oh, my. I think that was 2000 here. Charlie's Angels... Drew Barrymore, because I know she's in it. Um, that movie came out, yep, 2000. You want to know why I know that movie came out in 2000? Hmm. You know who, what three-woman group did a music video on the bonus features of that DVD, if I'm not uh, dating myself with that? Dixie Chicks. Bonus features. Not the Dixie Chicks. You said three-woman group. That's the first one I can Three-woman group. One of them is now uber famous and was in The uh, Lion Beyonce. King. Beyonce. Destiny's Child, baby. Yeah. Destiny's Child. You got Lucy Liu, Drew oh, Barrymore, Cameron Diaz. Oh, it's not called Beyonce and Friends? No, not Beyonce and Friends. Or, <laughs> hey, Beyonce is going to get you on the Super Bowl halftime show. Not that either. Um... To me, that's the only question I have with it is which one's going to be 
um, better because that one had Bill Murray as Bosley. Yeah. Bill Murray was Bosley. Um, this one has – so I believe this one has three Bosleys, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm going to pull it up really quick. Where's the IMDb? Wrong IMDb. Nope. Nope. Ah, this one. I have to literally type in IMDb 2019. Yeah, there it is. Because it kept giving me the um, – Is Patrick Stewart a Bosley? I think so. So – yeah, so the Bosleys we have are Elizabeth Banks is a Bosley, Patrick Stewart is a Bosley, and then um, uh, I'm going to screw up his name. Basically, um, he was the wizard in Shazam. He was in Never Back Down. He was in Blood Diamond. He was also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, mm. Do you remember the wizard that gave Shazam his yeah, powers? I yeah, he's also a Bosley. Um, in this, um, Hanso, I think is his last name, but basically there are three Bosleys in this. Um, I do not know two things. Do not know who Charlie's voice is. Also do not know if that's the, they use the original voice from the original Charlie from the original series, even before we were kids. I think it's going to be a good time. Christian Stewart looked good. You've got Elizabeth Banks as Bosley. That's going to be an interesting kind of play. Naomi Scott and then, oh, damn, they've got her kind of low in Ella um, Belinska, who is the other one. I thought they'd have the three girls right at the top. Yeah, you'd think so. Um, they've also got Noah Centine, Centino, um, who I think is the handsome nerd um, hmm. that basically Jane was flirting with. But it looks like a fun time. Um, is there anything that we miss Comic Con wise? Anything that you're like, you know what? I wanna I, I didn't think about it, but I'm gonna throw something in right now. Not here. that I can think of right now. No There's probably shit no, that I missed and I have no, to go through no over walk, again. I saw that there was a Walking Dead trailer, and you know what my reaction to it was, Johnny? Yeah. Eh. Like I'm I'm past the whole Walking Dead thing, so it didn't really uh tickle my fancy. If there's anything that we missed for you that guys. you want us to talk about. If you guys want me to talk about the Walking Dead trailer, I will. We'll I'm do just, it on Palm Request, but not yeah. by choice. <laughs> I guess it didn't tickle my fancy um, just seeing it. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think about everything down below in that comment section. This has been a girthy podcast. This, this is, is why one, we really have technically one this yeah, week. This is one where it's like San Diego Comic-Con gave us a lot to talk about. Marvel gave us the most to talk about. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Um, I love how it's like, yeah, we're going to go about an hour on Marvel and then about 45 minutes-ish or 40 minutes on everything else um, because there was just a ton of crap um, from Marvel. Could you imagine if Marvel and DC gave us full schedules? Man, this would have been a long, long podcast. But thank you guys for coming in, checking out the Rick and Johnny podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at War Machine 9085 at Ricky Widmer at Most Valid Pod. Also, make sure to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Most Valid Podcast. How you support the channel. We love doing this for you. There was one comment that's like, hey, your studio or your office is kind of an eyesore. Well, how do you help us get a new studio? Patreon.com. That's one of our biggest goals for the future, for the upcoming future here in 2019. As my body's like, hey, Ricky, you're just going to have gas coming up while you're trying to talk. And I'm like, thanks, body. That's usually what you do. But thank you guys 
for checking out the podcast. Make sure to check out our Spider-Man and Lion King reviews as well. For my fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick, I'm Ricky Widmer. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.